Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Locked on Penguins podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Hodes. And uh, first off, my apologies about not getting up in an episode yesterday. I was very busy with a um, couple assignments for school. Um, it had to be a late night um, episode tonight because uh, today was a big due day for one of my really big major classes since I graduated in the spring. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm also battling a little bit of a throat um ache right now. I don't know what's going on. I hope I'm not getting what everyone calls the Blacksburg Plague. Um, but yeah, um, I'll still have episodes every day of the week. And uh, of course, follow the show on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow, uh, follow, follow the show at Twitter. Uh, I haven't done this since Friday. Whoops. Follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. Please be sure to, of course, subscribe on Apple, Spotify. Keep listening through Megaphone. Uh, please keep the reviews coming. Um, I really like to hear what you guys think. What do you think I should do better? Or what to include in future episodes? But um, it's been a bit another busy weekend for the Penguins. Um, last uh, last week they did beat the Dallas Stars four to two in a very very impressive win, and then even the five game winning streak did get snapped by the Vegas Golden Knights. But the Penguins did play very well, and the Penguins also returned to action tonight as they start uh, the first half of the back to back. They are doing the Florida trip. They do this, they have this back to back. I think every season it's, they go to Florida to Tampa, or they go Tampa to Florida. It, it rotates, I think. But tonight they will be in Sunrise to play the Panthers. And then tomorrow they will be in Tampa to play the Lightning on Wednesday night hockey. The Lightning, of course, are not off to the hard, hot start they were uh, uh, last year. I think they were like what four and three and one last time I checked. Um, I think it was like, some of them somewhere around there. I have to make sure. But um, let's just get right into it. Um, so the Penguins had their game against the Dallas Stars. They uh, got their winning streak to five before, of course, it was eventually snapped. And uh, let's start first with uh, Chris Letang. Um, do people still think he's actually bad or that he's not an elite defenseman? Because if so, uh, I don't really know what else to tell you after watching that game. Um, that goal that he had to make it, it was a uh, yeah 3-1 game. Um, absolutely disgusting uh, is, I guess, one word you could describe it as. Well, just one word to describe it, disgusting. Um, it was absolutely nasty. It was just nasty. Beauty. I mean, it was aided by two stars players, like kind of diving down to, to stop a pass. But I mean, the way he went around then, and then the way he just flicks the puck five hole past Hudobin, um, just a vintage Latang goal, vintage move. It looked like the stuff that he pulled um, in Game Six of the Stanley Cup Final against the San Jose Sharks in 2016. It looked exactly like that. Um, I don't. It was so similar, uh, except of course Latang didn't go around the net and. Um, pass it to the front, and then of course Crosby got the puck to Latang. But anyways, it was just it was very really similar. Um, um, I still don't understand why people think he's bad. He also had an empty net goal that game, um, but he's off to a red hot start this season uh, for for Pittsburgh. Um, in ten games so far this season, he has uh, ten points. I mean, excuse me, not uh, 10, 10 games. He has ten points in nine games start the season. Four of them being goals. He's still driving possession at fifty eight point eight percent. His Corsi Fenwick percentages. That's that's off the charts good. It's almost sixty, which is awesome. Um, he's he's it could dive a little bit. He's going to be playing. It looks like with John Marino going forward, maybe a little bit. I'm not really sure. Brian Dumoulin is out these next two games. I'm not really sure what happened to Dumoulin. Apparently, there's reports that he got cut on the wrist at the end of the Stars game, where he was skating around gingerly. Um, I'll have to see what happens there. But he's out with an undisclosed injury. So uh, Marino, I think, will be playing with Latang and. Um, the funny thing with Marino was, as soon as he got away from Johnson and Goodbranson, his core C4 versus core C against went straight up, man. You know what? 
It's also, of course, it helps with playing with Latang. Latang has way more scoring chances for when he's on the ice than against. Um, he, that's just who he is. He, 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 even even defensively, he doesn't allow as many chances. He doesn't allow as many chances as he goes for when he's on the opposite end of the ice. But yeah, Chris Latang, he's just been phenomenal to start the season. Um, he's gonna try to have a healthy season this year because this could be a Norris. Uh, level like before I think last season before he got hurt in February he was having a Norris uh, caliber season um, I don't know if it'll potentially be enough to catch John Carlson John Carlson has been uh, the best defenseman in the league to start the season I think what was it 17 points in seven eight games or something that's off to a historic start that's like putting up um almost like Eric Carlson numbers remember when Eric Carlson had a point per game season um I don't even think he won the Norris that year unfortunately which I think that was the year Drew Doughty won it which is Utterly ridiculous that he did not win that. But um, anyways, so the Penguins won that game. Then, of course, the winning streak, as I said, came to an end against the Vegas Golden Knights. A 3-0 loss. Would have been a 1-0 loss without the two empty net goals. And um, the Penguins actually had the better of the play, I thought, that game. Um, I didn't get to see most of the game. Uh, well, I didn't get to see some of the game because I was at the Virginia Tech game. The, uh, the Virginia Tech had a six-overtime thriller against North Carolina. Um, I got home, watched the rest of the game. I was actually very impressed with how they played. Like I said, they were driving play against uh, the top two lines against Vegas. Um, you know, the only reason why they didn't win, you just put, you chuck up and you just basically shrug your hands. Marc-Andre Fleury, guys. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, uh, you freaking flower was on point that game. Uh, nothing was getting past him. That save on Yuso Ricola was filthy. Um, also had a right, if it was a toe save on Hornquist. It, it, there was nothing that was getting past in that game. Um, that was a vintage Flurry performance against his former team. Everyone was hoping that he would uh, go back to being playoff Flurry like when he was in 2012-2013. Definitely wasn't going to happen that game, folks. Uh, he was locked in, stonewalled every uh, puck that came his way. Penguins had some really nice power play movement that game, too. And he just, he stonewalled every single shot. And you know what? That's what can happen. You know, sometimes, like, uh, you know, a goalie plays like God. Like, what, what, what are you, you going to do about it, folks? You know, a goalie will stand on his head. He'll win a team for a game. He'll win a game for a team. He'll maybe win plenty of games for teams. And what what do you, can you do about it? That's what Yaroslav Halak did in 2010. I know that's a name that will give a lot of Capitals, and Penguins and Capitals fans, I should say PTSD, because of how good he was. But... Um, yeah, that's that's what happened. Just a flurry playing like God. I thought the Penguins had a really nice game, especially considering the circumstances they were without. That, McCann actually missed that game because he was hurt. They were without five of their top nine forwards uh, and Brian Dumoulin. So five top nine forwards, I believe, and their top pairing defensemen. So six regulars out of the lineup. Um, and they still drove play against a Vegas team that's a juggernaut. I mean, they're going to be on the short list of teams in the Western Conference that can win the West, that can also win the Stanley Cup. Would not surprise me if they won the West. I, feel, I still feel like um, they kind of got robbed a little bit against San Jose um, with that uh, call on, was it on Pavelski. But you know what? That's in the past. They're a very good team, and the Penguins definitely brought it. And, uh, yeah, nothing to freak out if you're the Penguins. You're 6-3. and three. I, Still um, the top of the Metropolitan Division after the game. You were tied for first, but I think the Capitals now are in first because they beat the Chicago Blackhawks 5-3. to three. But yeah, all in all, a good weekend for the Penguins. You got two out of four points. I know you lost that game, but guys, no need to panic. They're still playing really good hockey. You have a big game tonight, and we will preview that game uh, coming up uh, very shortly. But yeah, just all in all, everyone looked good. Trish and Jari, actually, I'm um, speaking of performances against the Vegas School Knights, I want to point out. Trish and Jari looked awesome. Uh, only gave up that one goal, and um, Jack Johnson... 
what are you doing, man? On, on that PK, I, I, for those who did not see it, um, he kind of like he created a two-one-zero all by himself. And basically, what happened was the Penguins were kind of like battling for the puck in the corner. It came out. Johnson, for some reason, goes around the net, creates a two-one-zero, and Stassing just gets the puck, fires it past Jari, no chance. It was literally a mini, like I said, it was a mini two-one-zero. Jack Johnson nowhere to be found. It was like. Man, like, what are you doing there? That, that, that might honestly have been, like, he's had so many bad plays as a Penguin. That might have been his worst one as a Penguin. And we may still have four more years of this garbage to deal with. Uh, and I just, I love some of the people that, like, I've seen defending him still. It's like, c- c- come on, man. Like, he's bad. He, like, that was an egregious error. Anyone with a brain that watches this sport, like, knows that that goal was all on him. Uh, Jari had no chance. But... Uh, I do want to say that otherwise he stopped some really good Vegas chances in that game. He's off to a really good start. I think he might get the start against the Lightning on Wednesday, depending on how Murray plays tonight and how um, many shots he faces. But, uh, yeah, just all in all, like I said, I'll keep repeating myself, a good performance for the Penguins. All right. So, as I said, the Penguins will be back in action against the Florida Panthers tonight. It will be Matt Murray in net for the Penguins, Sergei Bobrovsky in net for the Panthers, and the Penguins have always gotten to Bobrovsky. Um, it doesn't matter who's in the lineup. They they know how to beat Bobrovsky. It's like they have a like a like they write a book on how to beat him. At those Columbus games, he would always let in at least three goals a game. Um, it was once in a very blue moon that he would give up maybe one or two goals in a game. The Penguins would just light him up like a Christmas tree. Um, we'll see if that happens again tonight, if it was just maybe a Blue Jacket syndrome, or if it's just, you know, he has a Penguins problem, which I think that may be the case. Uh, he always just looks so, like, small in net. He just, he looks like he's fighting the puck every time he faces them. It's like he's afraid of, like, the puck's coming towards him, when it's like, oh, no, it's a Penguin sweater. I, I can play good against everyone else. I can't play good against the Penguins. But... Um, he's in net, um, he's been all right, I think, to start the season, but the Panthers will be without Vincent Trocek tonight, the Upper St. Clair native, I know I hear that all the time when the Panthers play the Penguins, yep, Vincent Trocek from Upper St. Clair, but he will be out with an undisclosed injury, but, um, keys to watch, of course, the Panthers, Alexander Barkov, he's a superstar, I think he's one of the most underrated players in the league, Jonathan Huberdeau, he's awesome, Evgeny Dadnov is awesome. Mike Hoffman is real, uh, is still good. He can still put up some goals. He, I don't think he's been as good as he was in Ottawa. And he was somehow pretty good in Ottawa, but uh, he can still light the lamp at any point. Um, they also have, um, they still, have, of course, Aaron Ekblad on defense. Keith Yandel's back there. And you have Mark Pizik. Uh, these are just names off the top of my head. Um, of course, they have, um, they signed Brett Connolly over the offseason to a four year deal. He came from the Capitals. If you guys remember that, he was playing in their uh, third or fourth line. He's still down there right now. He's a sneaky goal scorer that uh, the Penguins are going to have to be accounting for. But um, the Panthers, um, they're off to a three and two and three start to the season. So not really the best start. I mean, they are getting points. I mean, at least three loser points. But, you know, that helps a lot of teams get in the playoffs. They're tight. So they have nine points. Penguins have 12. Um, so I guess. Um, going off that, I guess, of naming all the players, uh, Mike Hoffman actually been their best player this season. Eight points in eight games, has five goals. He was also has a point, point per game so far. Gadnov has seven points. Connolly actually is off to a really good start. Like I said, four goals in uh, seven points in eight games. Um, and, yeah, I mean, they still have obviously have uh, – 
Dennis Mulgan actually has two goals and no four points. I always get um, – everyone always, I think, gets, like, so weird when they say, like, Mulgan. And, of course, you want to say Mulgan. Um, they have Anton Strawman. I, I always forget that they signed Anton Strawman. Uh, Frank Vetrano's down there. Noah Chari. He was on the Bruins, too. They have a lot of uh, former Boston Bruins. Mike Matheson. Um, Henrik Bordstrom. And, and yeah, so they they definitely have a lot of high end talent. Uh, they can strike it. Uh, they can strike it well. The Penguins are going to have to be, of course, really good defensively. But I still think this is a game that the Penguins should be able to win. Um, right now, through I'm no short sample. The, goal, the goals for game, Peng, uh, the Panthers are three point one three, which is twelfth in the league. Um, their power play is twenty percent. PK their P, their PK is in the top ten. Um, their five v five save percentage is not good. They're 29th in the league at eighty eight point seventy. This is all according to um. um uh, Pensburg that I'm looking at their um, game preview. So they're yeah, Sergey like I said, yeah, Sergey Borowski's not been the greatest to uh start the season. Yeah, he's only at 872 and he's allowing four goals a game. Only he's two and two and uh two start the season. Um uh their goal their backup, um Montembeau, Montembeau, I don't even know who that guy is. I've never even heard of him. Off to a one and oh and one star. He has three games played this season, he has nine thirty three save percentage. So uh, that's pretty uh it's pretty good, but um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, like I said. Oh, and also, of course, I believe Brian. I, I totally forgot Brian Boyle. Um, he was signed with the Panth with the Panthers over the weekend, according to Bob McKenzie. Um, it's I think a one year deal. I think almost for like what the vet minimum or something. He's gonna be making his Panthers uh, debut. No, nine hundred forty thousand. That's my mistake. Um, so he'll skate. He'll be um probably in the top nine somewhere. Oh, wouldn't surprise me because he's a center. He may take a Trochuk spot. So yeah. Uh, like I said, this is a game I think that the Penguins should be able to win. Um, Matt Murray is starting in goal tonight, and like I said, um, he could go tomorrow night, um, depending on how he plays tonight. I think he should be able to put up a good performance. He usually always plays against Panthers, and also the Penguins always, on, on, usually always play the Panthers well wherever they go. They usually always win the season series, so um, we'll see if the Penguins can get back on the winning track tonight. They would get to 7-3, 14 points. Um, get back to being, I think, I think they'll be tied for first in the Metro. Um, uh, yeah, they're tied for second place. I think that, yeah, they would get to, uh, uh, first place in the Metro. Um, we'll tie for it if they, uh, win tonight. And, uh, yeah, of course, uh, going back into tomorrow's game, uh, they will host the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, one more thing on the Panthers game. Uh, not nationally televised tonight. Uh, it'll be on um, AT&T Sports in Pittsburgh. So if you guys want to stream the game, if you're not Pittsburgh, of course, Reddit NHL streams, that's the go-to, um. They're really, really good. Uh, they're delayed a little bit, but still, they're not choppy. They're good. Um, that's how I watch all the Penguins games, and I can give you my feedback on how the game is going. I unfortunately will not be able to watch the game tonight. Well, I'll watch the first period of it. Um, I'm going out with a couple friends to watch the Nationals play the first game of the World Series. So um, it takes a little bit of a high priority, but I'm going to go back and watch the highlights tomorrow after the game, um, read Twitter during the game, see what everyone's saying, and then formulate my own opinions on um, how the team played. But, um, of course, moving on to tomorrow night, which is on Wednesday Night Hockey, and it will be, according to my buddy Jake Baskin, shout out to you, great friend. Um, he's going to be a really good broadcaster someday. Um, he tweeted out all the broadcasters for the week, and it will be Doc, um, Eddie, and Brian Boucher um, for uh, the game on Wednesday Night Hockey on NBC Sports Network. And this will be the second consecutive week that the Penguins are on NBC Sports Network. But for the Lightning, um, we know how good they are. Um, you know, obviously, of course, they had the big, big choke against the Blue Jackets in the playoffs last season. Um, that um, shocked really, uh, just shocked the hockey world. I guess is the best way to put it. But despite that, this is a very, very, very 
Very, very good hockey team. Um, they have depth at every single position. They are stacked. I mean, you can just name off the players that they have. Stamkos, Kucherov, Kalorn, Palat, Sergachev, McDonough, Hedman, um, Vasilevsky. It, the, list go, the list goes on and on and on. You, I could go on for minutes. Uh, Yanni Gore, Braden Point. They have players all over the lineup that can score at will. Uh, I know they're not off to the greatest start this season. Like I said, they're four and three and one. They're actually tied right now with the um, yeah Panthers are fifth in the um, Atlantic of the Buffalo Sabers and first at seven and one and one. Which um, don't think that's going to last, but you never know. But this is going to be. I'm really excited to watch this game. I'm probably more excited to watch that game than I would have the Panthers. Um, all the star uh, talent on the Lightning. Sidney Crosby still carrying the Penguins. And I think there's a chance, folks, that we could be getting some injured players back for the Penguins very soon. Um, might be that game. I'm not sure. Um, Brian Russ is not eligible to come off the IR until Saturday. He said he was helping for to play then. I think that would come again. That would be against the Dallas Stars, which would be the next Penguins game after Wednesday. He is on the road trip. He's nearing his return. Nate Bukestad also came on the road trip. He is nearing his return. He's been skating with the team. Um, he's not going to play tonight. He may play tomorrow, but he also could play Saturday, get a couple more practices in. So the Penguins are also getting really healthy. Jared McCann is going to be back in the lineup tonight against Panthers and against the uh, Lightning. So, um, yeah, so it's good that the Penguins are getting healthy. I want to see those two teams go at it when both teams are fully healthy. I think it sucks that um, the Penguins are going to be so short-handed for that game. <laughs> Uh, that they're going to be still be down at least four forwards, maybe. And Brian Doolin, of course, is not going to be playing that game either. He hasn't been ruled out for the Stars, but the fact that he didn't come on uh, the first part of the road trip is uh, not good. But um, it'll be Vasilevsky for that game. Um, I'm hoping maybe we get Matt Murray for that game, but it would not surprise me if they give Tristan Jari that start. Um, he's been really good to start the season. But like I said, it also depends on how Matt Murray plays tonight. If he's really stellar tonight, they may go back-to-back -to, -back to him against the Lightning and just you know give everyone a show on Wednesday Night Hockey. But... Um, I just I love I love seeing Kucherov and Stamkos go against Crosby and, um, and company. Um, Latang and Hedman going at it. They're two of the top five. I think two of the top five best defensemen in hockey. Um, Kucherov obviously one of the top five best players in the league. Stamkos one of the more underrated goal scorers. Brayton Point he's going to be he's if he's not an elite player yet he's he's I mean he's he's just about there. Uh, he's he's awesome. Kalorn. Um, like I've said, they're they're they're, st they're stacked and they're they're built to win now. And, you know that's going to be the big question with the Lightning this season. How are this that awful series against the Jackets going to affect them? Um, you know we knew they were going to regress a little bit. I mean you're not going to put up that kind of like what was it 120 points last season. You're not going to probably do that again. Like unless you go on another massive streak. But um, two really good games for the Penguins. Uh, it's another back to back. It's their third back to back in like a week and a half. I'm not really sure when their next one is, but um, after these two games, they'll go to Dallas to play the Stars again, who they, of course, they beat 4-2 in the Stars. Woof! They uh, they badly need something to change down there. But, um, yeah, that, that, that is, uh, that's what's going on. And uh, we'll have one more segment I wanted to touch on, um, something that I saw on Twitter today. So uh, hang on for that. All right, so um, we'll wrap this up in a few minutes. Um, I saw uh, something on Twitter today that really interested me, interested me, um, there's been some talk, apparently some Penguins fans on Penguins Twitter were getting a little mad online because uh, some uh, stats people um, were saying that Mark Stone is better than Sidney Crosby. You can make a really good case for it. Um, I normally don't say this, do this kind of stuff on the podcast, but I thought this was honestly a little egregious that I thought I had to make my point known on this. I think Mark Stone is an incredible hockey player. I think he's probably an elite player in this league. I think you would be hard-pressed to find maybe 10 forwards that are better than him in this league. I think he is that good. He's on that trajectory. 
he's probably if he's not in the top ten already, he he's going to be. And um, I don't think he's top five. I think there are definitely five players who I would take over him. Um, I know what the analytics and the numbers say about his defensive game, but I also know what they say about Sidney Crosby's game. Um, to compare him to Sidney Crosby, I'd say is ludicrous because I think Sidney Crosby is 1A, 1B with Connor McDavid. Um, you can obviously try to argue McKinnon. I'll, I would listen to that because McKinnon is really, really good. He could be up there with that echelon of McDavid and Crosby. But um, I, I just want to say, like, people calm down. People have their opinions. Um, I really don't think that Mark Stone is better than Sidney Crosby. I don't think he does a lot of stuff that uh, Sid does that he's better on. I think maybe his defensive game is a bit better. I think he's been um, close to the Sel uh, Selkie, but obviously Sid finished top five last year in that voting. Um, Sid has really come into his own as a more of a 200-foot player, which is good. Earl Unisquiry was not. Like, like I said, I know what the numbers say about both players. I've looked at how good uh, Stone is defensively. I know what he can produce on offense and how good he did on that really, really crappy Ottawa team. But it's like, you know what, guys? Or the stats people, he's not Sidney Crosby. He probably won't be ever be Sidney Crosby. I know Crosby is going to slow down as he gets older. But also, you know, he could Brady it and, you know, just be great until he's like 42 because, you know, Tom Brady is never going to slow down. And the Patriots are probably going to win the Super Bowl this year, which is unfortunate. Um, well, at least for um, everyone that basically hates the Patriots, which is um, everyone maybe except Boston uh, fans. But, yeah, I just wanted to get that off my chest. Um, there's no really use of arguing. Um, they're allowed to have their opinion. People think they can argue it. Go ahead. Let, let them do it. Who cares, people? Like, who... Who really cares? Not no sense in getting all worked up about it. Like you know, just cherish the moments that we get to watch Sidney Crosby do his thing. Because uh, there's going to be a, a point in time where he cannot do that anymore, and it's going to suck. Uh, you know, growing up watching him play, watching him just you know just terrorize defenders, terrorize players night in and night out. It's such a joy to watch. And you know, maybe we'll get another another thing of that tonight. He always likes to play well against the Panthers. And he's also off to that sensational star where he's honestly going to get some heart trophy buzz by the end of the season. Um, I think he may win the heart this year. Um, but, you know, um, there's someone out in Edmonton named by the name of Connor McDavid who might want to say something about that with how his Oilers are off to that really, really hot star, um, which I can't fathom. But, you know, Dryside and McDavid are just that good despite the rest of that roster being really bad. Oh, and of course, uh, old Penguin James Neal is lighting the lamp to start the season, but um, he'll regress a little bit. He can't keep up that pace. But um, anyways, guys, uh, thank you guys so much for uh, tuning into this episode. I'll have another episode coming out tomorrow. Um, I'll recap the game against the Panthers um, and what I thought, you know, just watching the highlights, um, what I thought about the first period and I'll look what people said about um, Penn Twitter, how they're playing. Look and see how Matt Murray's playing, Sidney Crosby, all that. Um, be sure to follow me at, uh, on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. I'll be live tweeting part of the game tonight, I think. <clears throat> Excuse me. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. And uh, yeah, we will talk to you all soon. All right. See you, everyone.